Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Hi, this is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and I'm honored to be your backup co-host for Allison Klein for Intel Chip Chat. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. I'm live here at Microsoft Ignite, and I'm joined by Principal Architect Lead at Microsoft, Jurgen Thomas. Welcome, Jurgen. Thanks a lot, Jake. Thanks for welcoming me. Well, I am glad to be here. This is your event, and so thanks for having us. You are the SAP sort of lead architect. You have a very long history working with SAP, but I really want you to sort of talk about the general availability of the Azure large instances up to nine terabytes with Intel Optane data center persistent memory technology and SAP. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, sure, we can talk a little bit about that. So I'm a meanwhile development lead, so to speak, as an architect, working a lot with SAP, have a larger team that's spread all over the globe. When we look at Microsoft's offer in Azure for SAP, we have kind of a little bit of division between virtual machines, the Azure native virtual machines, and we have HANA Large Instances. HANA Large Instances is a service that we founded three and a half years ago that became very successful with high-end customers where we have a little bit more flexibility in deploying the hardware and configuring the hardware. It is also, meanwhile, hosted in our Azure data centers so that from a network latency, we are as optimal as we can get with virtual machines as well. However, we have a different offers there that go higher than what virtual machines can do. Meanwhile, our virtual machines can go up to 12 terabyte. With our large instances, we can go up to 24 terabyte. Wow. And we also then have different flexibility introducing technology like Optane since we don't need to deploy hundreds of nodes or, or dozens of clusters or racks in a certain Azure region, we can be a little bit more flexible. Our deployment size are a little bit smaller with HANA large instances, and we can tailor it a little bit more for customer purposes of to what's new technologies. And one of those technologies is Optane, and that's exactly what we did now with our smaller units, the four socket units, where we can offer Optane-based units that have a ratio between volatile and non-volatile memory of one to two means a unit with four sockets of cascade lakes would have three terabyte of volatile memory and six terabyte of non-volatile memory. We're still working with SAP to get the certification exactly done. There were last minute things coming up with SAP where we wanted to do some sanity checks on the offer but that's work in progress that should be done very soon. And so customers, from our point of view, we are able to provision the hardware, to deploy the hardware for customers to be used. But this is a real game changer. This is one of the first times that we're talking about plus 10 terabytes of memory per node for customers to begin to think about how they're going to deploy their SAP instances. Intel is an SAP shop, as <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, we know uh, that. <laughs> and this is such a huge thing. I began working on SAP for the first time in 1998. So when I hear about 10 terabytes, this is really incredible. Yeah, nine terabytes, but the other units, data plans, where we certainly will not stop there. HANA large instances at this point in time have offer up to 20 sockets of older generations that we certainly are going to replace with new generation hardware that's uh, based on Intel Cascade Lake. 
And so we can expect way more to follow in that space also in regards to obtain offers in that space. So the nine terabyte is certainly not the end of it. Just the beginning. Yeah. So what are the benefits that traditional SAP HANA customers can realize as these new very large instances? The benefits certainly are, well, of HANA large instances in general that we introduced them to cover a space that we couldn't cover with native virtual machines of Azure. Now, native virtual machines progressed as well in terms of their size, in terms of their capability, but we still keep HANA large instances around in covering areas that we simply can't do with virtual machines. One is certainly like beyond 12 terabyte, but there are also other scenarios, namely, as mentioned, Obtain. We don't have an offer on the VM side yet, but if customers do want to benefit of Obtain of a fast reload of the data in case of a reboot of the operating system, Classical example, you patch the operating system, require a fast restart of the HANA database, and being fast to perform excellently again, then obtain certainly a technology that helps here and uh, helps tremendously in terms of the restart. And so these are scenarios that we can't cover in virtual machines yet, but we can offer these functionalities and these advantages with HANA large instances. So we use them to be more flexible, to introduce, to spearhead new technologies like Obtain, like extreme large servers of eight and 16 sockets, in a very flexible manner, in a way where we are close to the introduction of such new functionalities and new processor generations. Well, you guys are definitely on the leading edge. So Jürgen, can you talk a little bit about the demo and the performance gains that you're seeing? It's definitely a demo where we, where we can demonstrate that the restart, especially as an operating system, even server reboot of a HANA large instance, that the restart or the point where HANA is full at performance is like way, way earlier. If you have three, four terabyte of data that you need to reload into your column store, that's taking quite a bit. I mean, even if I'd argue you have a gigabyte a second throughput on your storage, nevertheless, if we are talking three terabyte, then you're still looking at 3,000 right. seconds. So, right. yeah, it's like, this is simple math, but uh, <laughs> shocking if you think about it, 3,000 seconds, you calculate it through and damn, that's 50 minutes. And so we've obtained via way faster in that space. And that's for a lot of customers, the edge made absolutely makes sense to move towards uh, this technology and to use this technology. How many other CSPs in the industry are offering this capability? The HANA large instance is a very unique offer. Offer. The idea really behind Meval is to really improve that HANA large instance service that we have to a degree where we can really offer scenarios that others cannot. And we are the only ones offering it like that. We are the only ones who have offers like that fully integrated into our data centers. Azure is completely unique in this yeah, capability we are, we are really unique in that space. It, it certainly took us a while to get there. As always, you have first revision, second, third, and we, you know, we are the fourth revision of it. But we feel that we are in a very good shape and state with the offer right now especially that we are in a very optimal range of network latencies that you need for such a chatty applications as we have with SAP, as for HANA or SAP NetWeaver, whatever it is. We definitely want to maintain it. We want to further develop the offer because we think that we are then the most complete hyperscale cloud platform that there is for running SAP and SAP HANA. 
So let's talk about some of the other announcements coming out of Ignite in 2019. This is one of the most breakthrough Ignites or builds or whatever you call the event that I have ever been a part of in my almost 20 years at Intel. Can you talk a little bit about that? So I know from my side, from the SAP space, we put a lot of efforts also into different storages. This applies into HANA large instances as well as virtual machines. One of the things where we were not the, the bleeding edge was in the space of Linux not offering native NFS services. We were a little bit late in the game, but which we meanwhile could compensate. We have what, what's called Azure NetApp files, a very unique integration of a storage of another partner into Azure. So in a sense that it's completely native, that you see it in the Azure portal, that you have uh, CLI, PowerShell interfaces mm -hmm. to create NFS shares. And the announcement this week at Ignite was that we now have a second protocol as well, which is the NFS 4.1 protocol. We started out with the version 3 protocol, but then because of HANA, HANA scale-out configurations that we wanted to realize, we also prioritized the version 4.1 protocol a little bit higher so that we could release that. We have a certification for Ultra SSD storage or Ultra Disk Storage, how the, uh, the official name is now. One of the things that I like to ask our guests, what are your thoughts on the future? What are the big things that are on the horizon that Jurgen and your team care about? First of all, I need to emphasize in the 24 years that I'm doing SAP for Microsoft, I think it's the most exciting phase right now. What's happening today is groundbreaking and completely turns the way how you run your applications upside down. I think the, the most important thing for me in the future is how we can get these business processes encapsulated in SaaS services. Because a lot of customers, what we see now, especially in the SAP space, with S4 HANA being quite a disturbance for customers to implement in terms of their business processes. We see a lot of customers asking for managed services of SAP on public cloud, no doubt about. And it feels like these customers, even for the more complex business processes, would ask for SaaS services ideally. And I think that's, that's an interesting Area. So it's no longer just infrastructure as a service, you know, it's, it's really delivering it's, a software exactly, as a service exactly. platform. I mean, you want to have, from a customer point of view, S4 HANA as a service. The question is, how do you do that? Are you doing that by managed service providers? Or is it something where you need to work closely with SAP, that SAP's offering like they do already, they have an offer of S4 HANA cloud, is that the way to go? It's by far not decided, and it will be interesting to see how in the next six, seven years, customers are moving into S4 HANA and how things are going to work out. What are the SaaS offers that one can get for some of those business processes? Especially with hyperscale cloud, SAP customers doing the first step now into infrastructure as a service are already giving up control. They are currently giving up certain controls that they have when they are on-premise in terms of maintenance, in terms of what hardware is chosen, what storage is chosen. That's all kind of abstracted from it. Sure, we have a fast storage we call Ultra Disk. We have another storage that's a little bit slower, like premium storage. But they don't know what the hardware underneath is. The same is true for the VMs. 
And so customers are getting a little bit adopted to say, look, I might give up control, but I'm paying by a software, I'm doing a pay-as-you-go also on the business process level. So it's, it's creeping up slowly. The first step is done. Infrastructure as a service, we gave up on it. We took Azure. So we don't have these strong controls that we had before. And then the next thinking's like, what about my business processes? That's right. Would that be a valid model even for my back-end business processes, financial business processes, to do a similar thing with them? If you're the, not worrying about the equipment, you have an opportunity to now start thinking about the business Yeah, exactly. Processes. Well, I, I agree with you. I think it is very interesting because even within Intel, we're now able to examine business process once we have time to understand that the hardware is going to be responsive for us. That's a very good insight, and thank you for providing that to our listeners. Jürgen, where can our listeners find out more information about this Azure SAP HANA large instances offering? And final thoughts. All the documentation we have is on docs.microsoft.com, Azure section and we have a section just for the SAP workload where we have comprehensive documentation about HANA large instances, what they are, what units are available, how you operate them, how we deploy them for you and what you need to do. Then final thoughts, well, it's a super interesting time. I mean, I, I feel blessed to be part of it. I'm amazed by the technology development as well that you as Intel can provide for hyperscale clouds, but I'm also amazed how fast customers are moving to it with their business critical and mission critical software and business processes. I, in all honesty, didn't expect it uh, going that fast, but... <laughs> well, considering uh, how long SAP has taken to get here... Exactly. I, I am with you. Uh, uh, exactly. You know, like it's usually, usually when you look at SAP software, it, people are conservative and traditional in, in the sense how they want to deploy it, manage it, operate it, but some of my quotes that I did six years ago were proven completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to be proven wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I didn't expect it growing that fast. Well, on behalf of Intel, Jürgen, it's been an honor. Thank you Great. for joining us. Thanks a us. lot, Jake. It was a, was a pleasure. On behalf of the Chip Chat team, live from Microsoft Ignite, my name is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and I'd like to bid adieu to my dear friend Jürgen Thomas, Principal Architect Lead at Microsoft. Visit Chip Chat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.